0: Here we go. Oh, very nice. (laughs) nice. Is is that a bit of heritage coming through there? Yep. My Slavic roots. What what is it exactly?
1: I am wearing the uh, probably 2010 Croatian football kit. Made by Nike. You might have heard of them. Yeah, I know those guys. You're wearing Nike too. you got half a tick on your shoulder. I this, Yeah, this is just a training shirt. Yeah, you train so hard that the, the Nike's... Oh, mate. It...
0: I've been <laughs> burning it that hard that it's slowly cindered off. Nicholas. Yes, sir. You wearing Nike as well?
2: No. Maybe. Three stripes for me. Um, 2015 All Blacks training jersey that they took to the World Cup. Mate,
1: I used to own that actually.
2: It is a great jersey.
1: jersey. Um, Yeah. It's a sub sublimated on dyed fabric, I think.
2: Correct? Yeah. Yep. Purple fabric, black sub. Um, I would jump at the chance to get a player issue one with the correct pattern that Adidas used that year. Probably the most unstoppable rugby team of all time—that 2015 All Blacks team.
0: Oh, here we go. Moving on. Let me get on. <laughs> Anybody been working on anything exciting, Nick?
2: Oh, nothing too exciting this week. But I did have an ex-colleague visit today, so that was cool. Oh,
0: it's always good to see see friendly faces, isn't it? Yeah. That's he didn't right. drop drop you off
1: a brand new microphone, which will make all the listeners happy. Maybe I
0: did. Maybe yeah. I didn't.
2: He bought he bought a few things actually. No, oh, that's enough.
0: <laughs> what about you, Kit? Anything exciting that you can share with us? Oh, just the
1: so usual, mate. Clean my office today, which is nice. Oof. Well long overdue. A oh, man's man, got some time to do designer. some domestic
0: work. <laughs> my god. Mate, if you saw
1: the state of my office, there was it was not ideal for productivity, so I
0: just bit the bullet and cleaned it. I'd I'd challenge you for that. My God, I'm floating. This is going to be the loosest, I think, podcast that we've done yet. The preparation level is so low. Apologize for everyone who's listening. Hopefully we can stumble our way through it.
2: At least my quality will be the best. (laughs) The quality. The quality. Listen to the crispness.
1: Hopefully Craig sticks around.
0: Yeah, come on, Craig. All right. Let's uh let's get into it, eh? Let's go. Hello and welcome to the Field of Design podcast for your news, stories and nonsense from the sports apparel and sports creative industry. My name is Mason and with me is the man at war with technology, Nick. That's me. And the man tapping into the show notes, as always, the
2: Prince of Perth, Kit. Very kind of you, happy to be here. (laughs) Never ask me to log into anything, eh? No? The amount of times I have to call my PlayStation login just to get back in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> never asked, I've learned never asked Nick to do anything, he seems to struggle with anything tech, te- technology based. So, just hey, I got them. you an
2: AFL team this week, so
0: yeah, maybe we'll talk about that later. Off air, off air. All, All right, fair. let's go, let's go straight into it. So, from stuff.co.nz, new equal pay for women's basketball league unveiled. Basketball New Zealand on Wednesday unveiled its new women's league, which is, uh, which is dubbed, uh, how do you pronounce that? Nick, being local tongue there, is that? Oh, to- Jesus. To- um, I don't think it's Jesus. Toihi Basketball A toa is the ter- <laughs> Tereo <laughs> Maori word for <laughs> tis- how? I apologise. I, I sincerely apologise. I should have um, phonetically put that out. Insensitive. Uh, and- and organisers are highly optimistic it can live up to its moniker with salaries governed by the league and established on par with their men's equivalent. The league will consist of five regional teams competing over eight weeks, with each team playing six home and six away games. It will tip off on June 29 with finals scheduled for August twenty-six. Dolphins, our Redcliffe fans, Redcliffe Dolphins. So this is from Dolphins Media, twenty twenty three gear. Uh, so video on Facebook. Uh, yes, Kit.
1: I watched the video, and yes. uh,
0: it was basically it was q and A, Q&A, which you were probably
1: going on to say. Yes. A um, few things pricked my interest. Go ahead. And full disclaimer: you know that I've got a bee in my bonnet about anything dolphins related, so I went oh, from having you? I do. Ah, Do you want to talk about it? No, I don't, but I went from having a deep affinity with them to them just annoying me at every turn. Um, So he mentioned that they'll be releasing their home jersey later this year, which is, you know, no shock horror. Um, So that jersey that's been released will be their heritage jersey, which I think they mentioned at some point. But funnily enough, they were talking about the colours. One question was where does the gold come in? Uh, Redcliffe has always been red and white. And he sort of stumbled over his words a little bit and didn't word it perfectly, but he said that they'll be the only team that wear gold in the NRL. Yeah, um, I
0: remember that too. and went, huh?
1: Yeah, maybe he should have mentioned metallic gold, which you'd sort of understand. But then he went on to say that gold is synonymous with the state of Queens, like, you know, the, the, the sunshine state of Queensland, which uh, sort of stumbling over himself and making up. Some marketing jargon, but uh, as you wish.
0: Yeah. Uh, So summarising here, as you said, uh, jerseys to be announced towards the or released towards the end of the season or uh, in the preseason for next year. Um, Yeah, I thought like it was a bit of a forced, you know, nearly PR stunt in a way, trying to just clear the air with a few things, but really a non-event as far as what was (laughs) what was actually talked about um and yes i,
1: I nearly, the recruiting I, questions were the funniest i know that's not what we're here to talk about but hearing him trying to you know dress up their recruitment issues was was worth the watch in itself
0: yeah and i think i pointed out to you guys off air maybe last week or the week before that they have a f- i think four or five jobs going along a whole line of uh air divisions within the the organization. And I think two of them were in that creative space. So um, hopefully we can get someone decent in there, infiltrate someone in there and get them steered onto the right track. (laughs) Listeners, let us know. Get on. Uh, Yeah. I I, I think they're just, they're so behind the eight ball. I think that they weren't expecting uh, anything from the NRL this early or they've been butting heads with the NRL and um, they've been granted this license and now they're trying to play a bit of catch-up and patch it up in a way that they hope that nobody notices. Okay, switching on now. So this is from abc.net.au. Indigenous charity logo scores pole position on McLaren's F1 at Australian Grand Prix. So, F1 Livery is prized real estate, usually occupied by the world's biggest brands that spend millions of dollars to be there. This weekend, the charity that provides science books to early reading material to remote Australian Indigenous communities will have its logo beamed around the world. This F1 season, McLaren's sponsor Smartsheet is donating its space on the car to worthy not-for-profit organisations. Ricardo said the advertising space was being used to tell the world about work that matters. The logo was originally going to feature on the side of the car, but McLaren decided to add it to the halo as well—the safety ring around the driver's head, which will displays, uh, which also displays sponsorships. Um, just a side note on this: I've actually listened to, I suppose, the the story of Corey Tut, who is the founder of. Um, I actually don't think I mentioned the. Did I say it here? Deadly Deadly Science. Uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned it in that paragraph there, but Deadly Science. I listened to a podcast, um, uh, Willosophy podcast with Will Anderson, who does interviews. Great podcast, highly recommend it. And um, he does an interview with Corey Tutt, the founder of Deadly Science. And I highly recommend hearing that story. Okay, uh, I'm going to jump around a bit here now. Uh, so, Rabbitoh's Anzac jersey has been released. Um through the week. Interesting, nice, clean design there. Cowboys at Women and League jersey has been dropped via Dynasty Sports uh, Instagram and the Cowboys Shop, I think. Um and uh there's been a leak via Instagram, thanks to our friends. Uh oh, I didn't actually write that down. Do we know which one that was? Sorry. Uh NRL jerseys. yeah, yeah. Uh leaked via that. Uh Eels Anzac jersey. Um, I don't want to put a whole lot of time into that, but by God, um, we know what goes on behind the scenes to get some jerseys out, but what the actual fuck happened there.
2: Explicit button ticked for this week. Yeah, yeah. that's early for an <laughs> bomb. Next the episode <laughs> that, this week. Yeah,
1: that's deserving. That is that honestly, that is, and I'm a fan of a lot of what Macron's done. However that jersey has been brewed, that is the worst jersey I have ever seen in my life, and there's been some shockers. Um, the Rabbit yeah. Zanzac one's not much better either, just doesn't, as and, my um, opinion goes.
2: Thank you for your I'm opinion. I'm the same. I like what the Eels have been doing with Macron, but I gave the Thunderbirds a zero last a few weeks ago for their for their logo, and we're going to have to invent a lower ranking for this jersey. How cool. Ice cold. Negative, negative degrees.
0: Um, yeah, I'm just pulling it up now. I just... Okay, putting aside the obvious, right, um, which is that it's just butt-ugly, we've got um, their centre chest sponsor, not Aland, but their centre collarbone sponsor. It doesn't have any contouring around it. Um, it's white. Knotted the sleeves, which is arguably worse. It, yeah, okay, fair call, didn't see those. So add that to the list, right? Um and then okay, we get it. It's camo. It's camo in the eels. But then um and we had one of our listeners comment last week about uh, Anzac jerseys, but what the hell are they thinking by just throwing poppies around on the camo? Like this is nearly this is nearly disrespectful, I think. It, this is is it meant to be the third novel. color
2: of the camo or something?
1: Like, yeah, the ca- uh, the camo is the biggest problem. I, I don't have as much of an issue with the, the poppies. It doesn't look great, but um, I... in my opinion, you either do the camo tonal or you do the camo in the color that it's meant to be. Doing bright, yeah, like bright gold or yellow, whatever power call that color, and blue is so cheap and tacky and. Sort of maybe you were sort of hinting at this, Nick, but it looks like there's a camo colour missing because it's just a pool of gold, pool pool of yellow. And um, even that white stitching just looks heinous, horrible. I hate everything about it. Uh,
0: I suppose the first thing we need to comment on is that it is a leak at the moment. It isn't something that has been formally published. Um, It looks
1: like it's in stores from that. Image, perhaps? It, it
0: does. Yeah, you're right. It looks like it's in stores. But I find this just, and, you know, we've stated before, I'm not a, a veteran or anything like that, but I just find this insulting and nearly just misunderstood. First of all, what is the round supposed to mean? What is the purpose of the round? And then secondly, it, this to me screams like it's been, I don't know how it got through the EEL's approval, but it screams to me that it's been, designed and it's like, it's been designed by someone who has no idea about Australian Anzac history. And let's throw a camo on there because it's military. And then let's throw some poppies on because that's what's um, linked with, you know, remembrance and Australian military. Um, I don't know, like maybe this is a storm in a teacup and I'm blowing it completely out of the water here, but out of proportion, sorry, but I just, this is, yeah, I can't get over it. I just think
2: it's actually disgusting. <laughs> Do you know um, if Macron has Australian-based offices no, or anything?
1: Not that I'm aware of. I, is, if I, I would have hazard a guess, it'd be that a lot of their designing is done offshore. But I'm, I'm yeah, not an it's an
2: Italian-based company, isn't it? So you could be right, Mason. Probably no, none of their designers even know. And it's not that,
0: like we've established before. It's not the designer's fault. We acknowledge that. You know, the designers are there to do a job. Sometimes they have leeway to have a lot of input, and sometimes they've got to follow pretty much what the, what people want, what the board wants, what the club wants, what the apparel manufacturing company wants to some I mean, extent. it's Someone's right?
1: fault. It's or it's everyone's fault. Of course,
0: of know. course. But yes, this for me, this just screams like. We need to get something over the line. Someone in a boardroom signed off on it because they thought it was a good idea. Someone, you know, there there were, there were, was no one stopping and going, hang on, what are we actually doing here? Anyway, let's move on unless anyone else has got anything else to say on it. I'm going to predict that this breaks that level of mainstream
1: that jerseys really do where you'll see outlets pick up on how bad it is. There's maybe immediate. one every couple of years that you'll see like the commentators and journos push out some content, I, I'm going to predict that this will do that. It'll be. yeah it's worn.
0: Yep. But moving okay. on. Okay. All righty. Okay. So this is from freemantelfc.com.au. This Saturday night, Fremantle will wear a special jumper honoring the 20th anniversary of the annual Starlight Purple Haze game. To commemorate the 20-year milestone, the players will wear a special edition tribute jumper. The jumper houses 20 starlight stars to represent the 20 years in which Fremantle has held a starlight purple haze game. The middle chevron of Fremantle's home jumper has been replaced with 19 of the stars, which the 20th 20th placed at the heart of the jumper. In addition to the stars, the usual purple trim on the neck and arms of the jumper has has been replaced by a trim of starlight yellow. Okay, uh, shifting on. So this is from sportslogos.net. MLB announces jersey ads in 2023, helmet ads in October. Individual teams will be able to exercise jersey patch rights, which is a fancy way of saying that they can add a paid advertisement to their jersey beginning with the 2023 season. These ad patches can only be worn on jersey sleeves, not on the chest, can only be limited to one patch per jersey and will be four by four inches in size. This is also from sportslogo.net. MLB celebrates 75 years since Jackie Robinson debut with new logo. This morning, Major League Baseball unveiled the logo they'll be using to mark the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson's breaking the league's color barrier on April 15, 1947. The logo shows Jackie in a batting stance on a blue and bronze rectangle. His retired number 42 in red shown prominently on the front of his Brooklyn Dodgers home white uniform with a blue cap and belt. To the to the right is a large 75 in white the MLB logo centered vertically within it within it facing <laughs> Yes kid just to show uh how durable we are we're covering
1: all sports now so baseball's got back-to-back to- uh news topics but right. just to take a step back and talk about uh the advertising that's leaking into American sports jerseys i think that's i think it's i think it's pretty big um not only obviously the, the mlb jerseys but the helmets um you know we saw this with the nba a couple of years ago and it's strange because the big sports in America were always the ones that we look to as the, you know, the Nirvana, that they were rich enough and profitable, profitable enough that they didn't have to do that. Whereas mm. you look at what the NRL has become in the last 10 years, uh, basically just moving billboards. So um, a sign of the times and uh, it's only going to keep heading that way, I'd imagine.
0: Yeah, there was a bit of AFL got a bit of shit last year or the year before for adding the sponsors above the numbers of on the backs of theirs. But I think with with the climate we live in now, I think we're going to see a lot more of it across the wider sporting landscape worldwide. As long as the AFL stays far away
1: from centre front sponsors, I think people can, can cope with that.
2: Nick, you had something? I saw um, just something the other day, just some random Mexican football team I want and the, Kit had twenty-six sponsors on the front of the jersey. I'll send you guys an image when I can find it. It was so the best a...
1: jersey that you wanted.
2: It wasn't one I wanted, not that's that's for sure. <laughs> 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 Won't be paying for that. Board. <laughs> I'll find Nick, it for you guys, but oh Nick, what God. do you
1: think your monthly cost
2: on sports merchandise would be? Monthly? Uh I only buy sort of five or six jerseys a year, so yeah, hundred a month. Probably be a little less if I ever got you a uh, that discount code you've been been asking for, right? <laughs> don't know if I can uh, do any raglans.
1: <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> Aren't
2: you wearing a raglan? Nah, nah, nah. nah. Seam goes. Well, I suppose I don't know. Oh, There's oh. a seam there. There's a seam there. There's just no seam under here, but.
0: Mm. Let's take that yeah. one to the courts, I think. Controversy.
2: I'll bring it in. Helen.
0: Last bit of news: Fiorentina kit contest. So this is via our friends at Footy Headlines. Exactly one week ago, Italian Serie a, Serie A team ACF Fiorentina caused quite a storm when launching the new club logo. Now the team announced that they let their fans design Fiorentina's new 22-23 fourth strip. The club says that they will select the most original and most suitable design to represent the club's image and values, and then transform them into real match kits.
1: What do you reckon? This, yes. yeah,
0: clouds again over
1: this
2: one.
0: Yes, <laughs> let's just let's just see how this one turns out. The
2: um the article actually gives you quite a few rules and things you have to follow. So obviously the colors can't be purple which is their main home kit or green because of that new rule that Serie R's brought in about no green kits Um, and you can't or you can use stripes as long as there's a dominant color you can't use more than three colors um, or you can also you can use as long as only one color is dominant so you can't sort of go rainbow with it Um, you can't use any aspects of the logo as part of the design so They've given you quite a few different requirements for it. Okay. So
0: pretty much design it, but design it the way we want it designed. Yeah, pretty much. No, that's good. I like some guidelines to work around. I'm a man who likes some rules. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's keep our finger on the pulse on that one and see how it turns out. Anyone interested in submitting a design? I'm looking at you, Nick. What do you reckon, Kit? Should we have a go? Yeah, I'll win it. <laughs> <Happy> to- <laughs> <laughs> he's casual. calling it early <laughs> i'll win it uh okay any late news before we move on nothing there okay Ooh. all right so we actually had a request a little while ago from one of our listeners around how we approach um new customers specifically um i think it was in response to which club was it nick that was going from Adidas to Puma or the other way around? Uh, Yeah, Italy, the Italian national football team going from Puma to Adidas, yeah. Yeah. So in response to that, we thought we'd just tweak the the topic just a little bit and go um, approaching a new project in general. So this could be anything from a complete new club existing, coming on board um, a club coming from a different supplier, a team coming from a different supplier or a new year or new round, or, uh, even just down to, um, uh, a different project. So whether it be, you know, something that's a little, not as straightforward, um, who other than me would like to start off? Mason, I think you should kick us off, Mike, your uh, your topic. (laughs) Did did I not say that I was not prepared? (laughs) No, okay, I think I can put something together. Uh, I always like to get to, and this could be just a cliche design thing, but I always like to get to the core or the crux of what the purpose is that we're trying to achieve from the project. So if there's a strategy around the branding for the year or if we're trying to promote a um a certain view or a certain campaign then I'll try and center it around that if it's uh perhaps a certain theme like a uh deco theme or a women in league what rather than just putting pink on it what is the what is the driving force behind it try and find a hidden story or something that you can really lock onto um and and evolve from there al- along an entire collateral of um, items so i think I think we touched on last week when I was telling my softball Australia's summer slam story around um, the the league branding and merchandise, so one of the strategies that we took with that was the that that paint stroke, um, and putting a level of uh, spin spin on that to to um, you know make it a little bit exciting, I guess, and try and emulate what they were trying to sell from a Summer Slam point of view, being well, uh, what was the slogan? Fully loaded softball, so quick, fast, that T twenty kind of look. Um, a- another one that came across my desk. Some time ago was um, Hockey Australia's new league a couple of years ago. Uh, Hockey One, I'm going to say it's called Hockey One. Um, So I was working with Hockey Victoria at the time, and at this point the teams weren't necessarily announced, but they were wanting to do something really similar to what I'm going to say lafc are doing with the art deco the black white and gold so we put together a few concepts which didn't end up going ahead but trying to find what you know what is the crux of that you know rather than just having art deco for the sake of art deco um what you know what's the underlining thing that we can execute there so uh, I'll generally try and start with a few of the major items whether it be there on field or on court or whatever it is um talk to their marketing team around what's the the plans or goals they might have something in mind um generally there's a few different departments that you'll need to kind of talk to and and embrace their way of thinking the marketing departments plus all of the um the advisory boards definitely worked with a few um that have got you know uh, indigenous and inclusivity uh, departments in their clubs and try and find a common ground where you can tick a few of those boxes for everybody, get your core product sorted, and then slowly merge out from there. That's me rambling for about 20 minutes before <laughs> you jump in with any questions or anything there, guys. Are we still on? <laughs> is Sorry. This, is this on. <laughs> um, I can. I guess I can talk.
1: Uh, I've sort of been in the position where uh, you take on a new pro team, um, you know, an AFL team or, or or NRL teams, and to give you a bit of an insight on what goes through my mind, the first thing that I will do is, um, basically just familiarise myself with probably the last six or eight years of what they've done, not just on field but in their training ranges, um, what they've done well. What uh, what works for them, what you could possibly try and revolve in, um, and then further, you know, further to that, I'll do a a deep dive into the club's history and, uh, you know, what milestones they have coming up, what premiership celebrations they might have have coming up, um, and I'll basically just make a mood board of, of all of all of that, and from there you can start building your range. I mean, you know, a lot of A lot of fans won't like hearing this, but my role is to try and make gear that will please the retailers and which, you know, will please the fans yet result in sales. So I'm looking for, you know, a color that can be used throughout their their off-field range to differentiate it from previous years. So I'm
0: sorry. you're You're also pleasing the club too, right? Like you've got to keep them happy at the same time too. Well ultimately they sign everything off, yeah. But I'd like to
1: think that I you know, I slash we, not just me, but you know, who I work for knows the market, knows what retailers want and you know, without tooting my own horn too much, I, I don't think there'd be many people in my role that connects with the fans and is listening to what the fans are wanting as as much as I think much you know, much as I do. I dedicate a fair bit of effort into making sure I know what the average punter that supports that team wants. Um, but in saying that, a lot of, and I'm sure you can understand this, a lot of fans, if you gave them the option, Manly would be wearing Maroon polos every year. Their, their gear would be Maroon and white, it'd be Maroon and white training gear. And, uh, you know, there'll only be so many times you can sell that before everyone's already all Maroon and white out. So, exactly it comes, comes down to, um, okay, can, can we sneak navy throughout the rains this year and you've got a, a polo with navy throughout it or charcoal or black. Charcoal. And Yeah, you're still adhering to the, the club's brand and identity but, you know, you, you're giving people a reason to, 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 to walk into Rebel and think, yeah, that's awesome, that's different to the one that I bought last year. Um, I think I might get this. So, yeah, point of difference, you know, club's DNA, club's history, That's that's all things that I, you know, pay respect to and and value. Mm -hmm. Do you get much pushback? In terms of from the club? Yeah. Uh, Sometimes it it comes down to a a compromise. So I probably shouldn't be, I I won't name clubs, but there's clubs that are a lot more traditional. uh, They probably have a more traditional fan base where we sort of have to butt heads a bit and say, Look, we love you guys. You know, we enjoy working with you, but if we give you a navy polo every year. Um we just don't think we'll we'll get the buy-through from fans. Um so what can we do? What how can we compromise, you know? Do we do I let them have a navy predominantly navy media polo and then you give us a, a bit more free reins on on uh, on on the alternate polo? You know, there are times where it comes becomes a compromise.
0: Um and as you know, the designer's always right, regardless of what happens. So, Or yeah. the fans. If it's not the designer, it's the fans, right?
2: <laughs> it's always the designer's fault, though. It
0: it's, is always the designer's it's, it's fault. Right. The designer's right, but it's also <laughs> their fault. It's the I'm, designer's fault
1: that the Titans signed Neds, who gave them a shitload of money for f- four or five years and had a big Neds logo on the front of their jersey. Yeah. How dare they? Yeah, It's come the on. designer's fault. Come for on,
2: the, mate.
0: Lift your game.
2: Do they not no, want to pay no, their players?
0: Sorry, Nick, you go.
2: Do they not want to have cash to play pay their players? Yeah. One I'm always interested with you, Kit, is you talk about you know almost going and getting the Warriors at Dynasty. Uh, yeah, I didn't say Dynasty, but or
0: <laughs> <laughs> wherever I'm you've sorry. been in the past, just to <laughs> but, stop know, I've going, been in trouble. going and
2: getting them. And obviously, you know, we we've talked about you almost not knowing where to go with them um, because they've had such a wide range of jerseys and a and such a classic look for so long. Um, did you ever sort of dive much into planning what you'd do there? or
1: No, I didn't. And like I mentioned in that podcast, um, it was quite overwhelming at the time. And I don't know if you guys can sort of resonate with that. And, um, you know, you can say a lot of things about the Warriors, but one thing you can't say is that they didn't give – their jerseys are tilt for like a ten, twelve years stretch. Like, and I've heard stories. I used to work with someone who worked at Can or a couple of people who worked at Canterbury and worked on those jerseys and um, hired the designer who did those jerseys and um, would tell me the lengths that he'd go to to make sure that he was coming up with a unique, unique design. It was just, um, it was enthralling listen, listening to it. So I, to to be completely honest, I um. I'm not sure what I would have done, mate. Yeah, you know, they've to me they've done such a such a great job in a lot of ways, and they've had a a few misses along the way, but you can't say they haven't given it a crack. That's for sure. Like there's, yeah, I was sorry. There's just jerseys that we wouldn't even think of. Like you
2: could spend an hour right now just just Google searching Warriors jerseys. Yeah, even just their trial jerseys and training jerseys. These jerseys they wear once a season, and yeah. The Nines jerseys, they're ridiculous. Some of them,
0: yeah. What I was going to say is a lot of clubs keep it so traditional. Like you look at St. George, not much ever changes with them. They're, you know, historically, um, you know, they're a long standing club with not a lot of changes. The Warriors are the complete opposite, and in the AFL, yeah. But the warriors nearly come in, and I'd I'd suppose perhaps even the titans to a lesser extent. Yep. But the warriors are really on the polar opposites as far as they nearly celebrate, you know, going all out and correct. You know, I think we Nick we've joked before six jerseys in a season. I think at at one point, um, yeah. All you know, it within uh, the same family, but also at the same time so different. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, it's I think that's six, to be
1: seven, celebrated. Yeah, well, um, I mean, I'm a little, little like, you, like you've just touched on, Mason, a little blessed in the fact that I know that every two years uh, the Titans are probably going to, you know, do something different. Um, now, not to say anything that I shouldn't, but I think the Titans, oh, I can probably say this, but the Titans now view that Navy to Cyan gradient and they refer that this is their words, that is their DNA. Like the red V is the DNA to the dragons, right? Mm-hmm. So from here on in, their jersey, their home jersey, will be some sort of version of that that gradient, and there'll be some gold trim or something like that. But um, you know that that's going to be their DNA. But you, you're dead right in that regard. Um, one one other little thing that I can say is. Which people may or may not know. Um, So the Sharks were due to have a new jersey set for the year 2022. Yes, and you know in the NRL, unless you are a St George or a or Sydney Roosters, you're getting some different jersey designs. And we went down the path of some cool things for the Sharks. And at one stage, that Pepsi jersey was going to be their home jersey, but in the colours of um, sky blue and why yeah. that changed because the Sharks have decided they now want to follow the the, the Dragons model of well, wear the hoops, will always be the hoops our home jersey isn't going to change um, so there were and I don't even think people know this, a lot of people know this but there are some slight changes from this year's Sharks home jersey to last year's, like the band's been made narrower but their view is that they're going to be like that they're going to stick with
2: tradition yeah, I see how long that lasts they had some super interesting ones in the sort of early and mid two thousands, didn't they? And then Yes. When 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 was it they sort of went back to those hoops? I know the uh, sort of David Peachy Brett Camorley days though There. Yeah, maybe six or
1: eight years ago or something.
2: Yeah. Just going back to the Warriors as well, um, I'm so glad they've gone back to the the blue and green and red. There's this, this trap New Zealand teams fall into Have always just going to black. The Breakers have done it. They started blue and gold and ended up black, and all these New Zealand teams that play in Australian competitions. So going back to their blue and the original jersey is, I'm I'm happy about it. So absolutely. So circling that
0: back now to the the topic, which is approaching a new project. Did the transition back to those original colours for the Warriors? Happen at a time in the the renewal or the reset of a partnership, or did they switch
2: to a new supplier at that point in time? It's the um twenty five year anniversary of the team, so yeah, it was meant to. Well, I I guess it's, it would would have been a two year thing, kit knowing how the cycles work, but um, I don't think it was ever going to be more than the two years until they got such love for it.
1: Yeah, so yeah. it was it was quite interesting because I was at classic at the time classic did the supporter ranges so we got the logo suites from every team at the start of every year so whenever there were new logos we were pretty not the first but you know we'd get them sent so we could design the ranges for them now, i didn't work much on the supporter ranges but you'd also get a lot of leaks from the retailers like people would pass on catalogues and stuff and i remember one of the reps coming and going checking this out check out this out so check this out. The the, the warriors are reverting back to the classic colours, and I remember just looking through this book and going, "Oh, this is awesome!" Like, you know, this is the worries that that I I know that I, I you know have a bit of an affinity for. Now the the, the strange thing is that whilst they had that because they went back to the the logo, the the retro coloured logo. Now clubs can do this for a like a celebration, like it's 25 years, 30 years or whatever. But their, that it's not their official logo. It can be their own kit logo, but it's not their official logo. So we were in an awkward spot where we were producing supporter range gear, but we weren't allowed to use these retro colors that they were supposedly only using for the one year. Mm-hmm. We were only allowed to use the old logo. So uh, so all of a sudden the club's selling all this Awesome new retro stuff in the, the blue, green, and red. And we, because, you know, it was almost off the record, we we were stuck with the old
2: logo with the black, the, you know, the gray, the, the red and stuff. So it was um, mm-hmm.
1: a little bit peculiar in
2: that manner. Yeah. The first year, that 25 year season, they did have the blue logo on the jersey. Did, didn't they go back to the gray one the year after? Yeah, I think yeah. they might have.
0: But they just needed to ride the wave there as far as getting it. Getting, it, getting that cycle off the system and then once they had the fan feedback that, oh, no, we actually do want this, then submit the, the logo to be the formal logo going forward. Yeah, it's kind of similar. Essendon have gone back to a, a like
1: a heritage style logo this year and then there's rumours that potentially that might.
0: Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't what? No, just <laughs> it's uh, maybe I'll insult a few people but it's, not a good logo. It's not well thought out as far as an application point of view. Oh, it's a bit of licorice all sorts. They've jammed everything
1: into one. Apparently, it was designed in-house, but mate, let's be honest, their regular logo is in desperate need of a, an update. Like yeah. It's
0: track. It's stuck in the 90s, man. Uh, uh, look, I would no. say it maybe needs a refresh. I wouldn't... I would say if you... If you put, you go to the AFL website and you put a line up along the banner, uh, the head banner of all of the logos there, I'm not going to say that that what, the Essendon one sticks out as going. Oh my God! Disagree. I think it's the first one that jumps out. I'm
1: looking at them now. I actually had this conversation with my mate. I don't think there's one I, Sydney previously, and they've just updated theirs. Mm-hmm. Um. It was Sydney and Essendon, I reckon, and Essendon are the last ones. And it's strange too because a lot of the time you'll see clubs have a brand refresh and it'll come after some sort of saga or a period of poor results. Well, look at Essendon. They've had both. They haven't won a final in how many <laughs> years? They went through that drug saga.
0: Um, Oh, okay, okay. So you're suggesting that all they need to do to solve all of their football department problems? So we're going to get all the
2: tape S&D this hate from Essendon fans this
0: week. Guidelines and and branding and logos, mate. It's it's it's,
1: <laughs> it's 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 more than that. It's part of a a refresh, a club refresh, turning over a new leaf. I know that going and design whatever. You, if you want to speak like that, people could have any anything on their shirt, right? Nothing means anything all we do is paint pretty pictures and put them on t-shirts that people run around in but it's more than that it's your brand it's your club yeah you know it's your guidelines like you,
2: and all these you get onto putting um company logos on jerseys as well look
0: I'm going to I'm going to pull up pull up the um the list of logos there now i would say adelaide crows
1: Straight up. it sucks, but you can certainly tell it's newer than the Essendon one. Not that that means a lot,
0: but it sucks. It's stolen from the Baltimore Ravens, basically. Pretty close, yeah. Look, I'm not arguing that Essendon's doesn't need to be touched up. I don't think that it needs an entire refresh. It'll probably happen. I'm not arguing. I think they may have an updated esports logo that dropped maybe two years ago that they've been using for their esports departments, which is nice and clean. I would say definitely you need to get rid of the red text on a black base. You might want to remove some of the um the details around the bomber plane there. Maybe even just remove and the the lock the contouring, that angular contouring completely. And bang, there's a nice, clean refresh there for you. The Adelaide Crows need to completely rebrand their logo. I'm
2: That's... not
1: disagreeing with you there. Okay. That logo sucks. And guess what? It sucked the d- the first day it came out. Yeah. Whereas oh, Essendon, okay. Essendon's been fine. I just think it's time to bring yep. it into 2022.
2: No, yep. cool. I'm, yeah, I'm glad we're looks- on the same page. <laughs> a logo like the crows it's hard to sort of get that text and the element lining up properly isn't it yeah i don't hate the
1: text element of it but the that head just that floating head
2: Uh, yeah yeah, that's what i mean it sort of floats above the text doesn't
0: yeah sorry yeah, yeah
2: yeah yeah
0: Um, Okay, so going back now, back to Gold Coast for one minute because I know... Sorry, Nick, was there anything else Warriors related that you wanted
2: to talk about before we continue on? Just going back to back and maybe three tomorrow. Unbelievable scenes from the Warriors. That doesn't happen often.
0: Yeah, what is it? Things come in three, so let's see how we go. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so going back to Gold Coast there, I actually... What you were saying about the fade from cyan to navy and the yellow trimmings—I want 100% um, relate to that. Not that Gold Coast is my club, but um, from they their existence, high, weren't they at one point? From just one of many. From their existence, uh, the home jersey uh, and their away jersey had that element in it, right? And mm-hmm. so I would nearly support that statement. Going, yeah, if I saw that fade with yellow trimmings there, I would. Straight away think of Gold Coast, and to all the people out there that shit on the Neds logo on the front, our highly beloved first jersey of the Gold Coast Titans had the Jetstar logo on it, Correct. Which, Correct. which had a fair amount of orange on it. Not, not that an, I follow the Titans, but just I know that. these things.
2: You're not, <laughs> not anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I've been in. I've obviously been to the Titans a fair bit, and they've got all their old jerseys in the boardroom. And uh, it's amazing when you actually look at them how many. Had a big orange logo. Obviously, you mentioned Jetstar, but I think I select. select. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And there might have been another one. I fell in the club. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. um, That's why. And I know the big one for everyone is the NIB logo on the Newcastle Knights jersey, right? The big green one. And the
2: Blues Super Rugby jersey.
1: It's on there as well. Yeah. But, 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 listen to me. The the, the 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 old retro Newcastle Knights jersey had the massive BP logo on the front, so I sort of relate it to that a little bit. I don't know it's not an excuse, but I don't know. It's almost like history writing itself in yeah. a way. Yeah,
2: coming yep. back to it. Yeah. The Blues used to have the best sponsorship um, integration. They had the Ford logo, so it just fitted in beautifully. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that was good. Oh, mate, everyone has been... Uh, reaching out to us about that sponsor integration and the brand guidelines, uh, sorry, uniform guidelines topics, which we will um, we will have to do soon. Yeah, people should we do sponsor in integration, integration next? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's do that. Let's do sponsor integration, good and bad sponsor integration for next week's episode. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. So just <laughs> we've we've diverted way off topic, but that's hey, we're fine. <laughs> That's fine i told, I said at the at the top of this episode it'd probably be pretty loose, but uh was there anything else that Kit that you wanted to kind of go through as far as if if you were to receive a brief from say um I don't know the Titans or manly around what um what they would like to get for twenty twenty three twenty four uh how you would approach it? Uh, I know you mentioned there about looking back in the past and and the history there, uh, when you're presenting, is there steps in which you like to work and present to? Yeah, there is. And I would imagine you're alluding to something maybe
1: I touched on or mentioned to you that I want to speak about. Maybe we'll, we'll hold that for another topic because I I think that could get quite lengthy and, um, I think might find it interesting the way that it's way that we go about it and, um, Sort of the, sort of where it's landed as it stands now, because just to summarise it, you you know you want to present these ranges. What if you go out and design your on-field range, your training range, your headwear range, all your accessories, and you've banked on them wanting, say, a charcoal colour, and all of a sudden you show it to them and um, they're not a fan. All of a sudden you've got to recreate everything. So I think where I've landed after doing this for how many years I have is a pretty good way uh to manage that with the least amount of redos and the most effective way so i'll get into that in a future episode i think but um
0: leave that as a sizzle for now and we can come back at a more appropriate time yeah yeah
2: yeah and that's that's something i actually did today was design the on field and sort of staff slash media polo of a of a team or a Organization and leave all the secondary elements of the range to, to after they come back and sort of sign off on yeah. one of these on-field designs. So that's something I guess we all do. Um, another thing I would look at was, yeah, where they're from and the history of the city as well as the team, um, what elements you can use from the city. Um, Story any bridge there, star- Kit? Yeah. Story any- <laughs> bridge. Spare me you don't want anything too cliche but there's there's always something from the city like last week um talking about the the cherry blossom washington stuff mm-hmm. yeah um so that's another thing i would look at
1: shows an understanding and an appreciation for the the city and the the club and the dna for which you're designing for which i think it it, it separates you know good designers from you know not so good or from you know the templatey sort of s- you know style that's come in in recent years, unfortunately,
0: yeah, a hundred percent on that, um like you hate seeing you know, and we we've you know we, i don't know, I can't say we've all done it, but I've certainly done it where you've got someone that's approached you and said, "Hey, I want this, and I want the same design in five or six different colors, um which is you know that that happens from time to time, but um, it's nearly like you know, when you're in design school or college or whatever and um, you've got to put a purpose to the designs that you're doing. Like, Nick, I know we've bantered a few times on this, but having an actual purpose to your designs, not just designing it because it looks pretty. Um And so, yeah, getting to the the the, the foundation of the club or the area, Redcliffe, um, and really, yeah, emoting
2: that. Yeah. And it almost becomes natural once you've got the experience with it. You know, you don't sort of think about what are we going to do to have this mean something, but it does come through the experience of knowing, okay, I've done this in the past, you know, this is something that works for us. Um, And, yeah, going through your process without actually sort of thinking about going through it. Yeah. Basically, the
1: without... You know, it's not that it's secrets or anything, but the the um the easiest thing you can do is throw back to to old designs mm. or old eras and you know what's the point of letting a good heritage jersey go, get go yeah. wasted or a premiership celebration or something like that? Like it's just you know it's a it's a wasted opportunity. Don't don't
0: don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> We've been talking about this long enough. <laughs>
2: I don't know if I am one for sort of Specific unless it's like a 50 year 25 Year 100 year I don't don't know if I'm one For a title win You know Um, Manchester City next season are bringing out A jersey that Is sort of based on the 93 minutes And 20 seconds goal that Aguero Scored when they won their First title in 2010 ish Um, And it's like why are you basing a jersey off a time obviously the fans will relate to that but i don't know if i'm the biggest fan of a time on a scoreboard being (laughs) related to and a title especially when it's 14 12 years later it's got no it's not 10 it's not 15 it's not 20
0: was one of our recorded conversations around the maradona jersey or was that on one of our non-recorded ones Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. anyway. Okay. Napoli's Um, got
2: 13 jerseys, though, this season, and four of them are Maradona related. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: Uh, I think we should move on to the jersey review.
1: Next jersey review.
2: Yeah. So I thought we'd change it up a bit this week. We we sort of discussed together as a trio. Um, So I'll give you the leaked version or the leak for next season's Juventus kit uh, home kit so obviously the standard black and white stripes they've done it a little bit differently to normal uh, with the sort of triangular design in there Uh, and then I thought we'd sort of run through how they got to their black and white stripes Um, obviously you know the team's fully known for that They run us through what we're looking at with these leaked images first. The the leaked images: Adidas manufacturers crew neck, uh, black crew neck on sort of a white based jersey with the black stripes. Um, Jeep sponsorship—they've dropped the 4xe that they had this season. Um, Black Jeep with the white contour, Uh, and then you've got your logos in the white bands of the or the white stripes of the the design. Yeah, Juventus and Adidas. Uh, and black hemming on the sleeves.
0: And as you flagged there, the stripes themselves aren't just clean, straight stripes. They've got a triangular geometric uh, grid to them. Yep. uh, Where the triangles actually, um, yeah, don't sit flat. They zigzag down the vertical, quote, lines, unquote.
2: Yep. And the uh, if you look closely, the the Jeep logo has actually got like lightning through it, um, so electrified Jeep branding they're calling it. Uh, so, oh yeah, I see. Assume that's got something to do with um, hybrid cars, um, electric power, electric motors, and stuff. Yep. Um, but yeah, so. Juventus have worn black and white since 1903 and a lot of listeners will know this but their original kits were um, getting very old by 1903 and the amount of washes they went through had um, led them to be sort of a bright pink jersey uh, and these Juventus have come back and forward with Juventus uh, with pink kits throughout their history um, to remember that Um, so I'm just sending a few through and in 1903 one of their English players was sort of asked do you know anyone back in England with connections to jerseys and being a Knotts County fan who are a lower division English side um, he obviously went to them and asked around and the club gifted them black and white striped jerseys in 1903 Uh, and ever since that's become their their main jersey, so something that's so famous known as Juventus, I think probably the black and white stripes, the first team you'd think of in football is Juventus Um, and it's come from a lower league English side they have worn white pants, white shorts through most of that 120 years Um, occasionally you see black but yeah, just interesting what happens when in those early days, with with kits being gifted to teams and changing colours and um, kit, I know we've spoken about changing colours during wartime and and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, do you guys sort of have any stories around that? Or yeah, I was just going to ask. to um,
1: is this something? Is is it acknowledged the Notts County connection in recent times? Like obviously, it's a pretty significant part of their history, but does not Knotts County ever get mentioned at all?
2: Don't get too much of the Juventus sort of marketing. Um but it's a it's a widely known story. I don't think they try to hide it or anything. Um I've just found an article to answer my own question. Juventus
1: and Knotts County have maintained a relationship of mutual respect yeah. since nineteen oh three. On September 8th, 2011, to celebrate the opening of a brand new stadium, Juventus invited Knott's County for a one-off exhibition match. That's cute.
0: That is cool. That's right. That was their first game at the new stadium. So just so I've got this straight, so Ju- Juventus, before being black and white stripes, you said something about being faded out. So are they, were they red jerseys that have slowly transitioned to pink or are they always been pink? They
2: were um they wore pink from nine or 1899 sorry to 1903 so it was a pink shirt i guess you'd say button-up shirt back in those days with a black tie um and then yeah over the four years they became obviously so washed out and deteriorated um so yeah needed to update and ended up in black and white
0: and is there any suggestion there, and maybe this is me not thinking it through before I ask, but the logos of the previous club, were they, did they have logos on there at that point or was it just a matter of at that point in time it was
2: just a shirt? Yeah, and logos didn't really come onto football shirts until sort of the 60s, I'd say, just going off jerseys that I can remember and and stuff. Yep. Okay, nineteen sixties. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's cool. One of the you know most well known, I think, football clubs of our you know our modern era, um, and it's really tied in with that those black and white stripes to know that they kind of adopted those from a different club is really cool to know, and especially
2: such a sort of lower level club. Um, and it was sort of just a, an Englishman asking his mates back home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that about just wraps us up, guys. Is there any late mail that's come through? Nope. Okay. Um, so. Unless you want to hear the around the grounds of a footy school, which I'm sure no oh. one does. <laughs> Is there games on? <laughs> There's an AFL game and an NRL game. Are any of my teams
1: playing? Oh, I think most teams have been your team at one stage, mate. It was playing. Must All be mine. Seagulls <laughs> minus Tommy Turbo are up 10-0 against Newcastle in Newcastle, which I'd imagine is probably pretty wet. How big is that points bet, logo? Big enough, mate, but more on that soon, and you'll see why probably this week. Um, it's not a bad size. Not bad. And uh, <laughs> Melbourne are flogging Port Adelaide, so Port Adelaide What a oh shit.
0: What a fall from grace for Port Adelaide. Yep. Uh, thank you from our roaming reporter around the grounds. Uh, so if you would like to get in touch with the show, you can email us at fieldofdesignpodcast at gmail.com or via Instagram at fieldofdesignpodcast. We've got a couple of bits of mail throughout the week. So this is from David via our email. Hi, guys. Love the podcast. I have a branding question for everyone. What do you all think about the recent logo changes of the West Tigers and Titans? And also, what teams do you think need a desperate refresh or rebrand? Well, we just talked about that for the AFL. Um, should have read that out earlier. Um, but, yeah, I suppose we'll start with you, Nick. What are you? What are your thoughts around the West Tigers and the Gold Coast Titans refresh logos?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think we spoke about it at a time. I really liked the Tigers one. It simplified it, you know, thickened up a few of the lines and the strokes. Um much easier to use on different applications and and media. Um so I think evolution, not revolution, but a good job. Absolutely. Well uh and then the the Titans one sort of again, it's simplified. It's probably a little bit esportsy in a way. But the the text is a nice nice look, um, and it, it fits well with their colours and branding, so no issues with either for me.
1: Mason, I uh, I think we were getting to know each other when I was getting word of the new Titans logo coming out, and I was perhaps mm-hmm. hinting, yeah. hinting <laughs> at some stuff that I probably shouldn't have at the time. Um, I don't
0: know what you're talking about. <laughs> I yeah, I we've, we've really known about this like for a it. while, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> You 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 stormed into my
1: office and looked at samples you probably shouldn't
2: have. I'm sorry. uh, I, uh,
1: (laughs) down the door. I hated the Titans logo when it first came out, but it's It's the brutal honesty. Yes, I'm sorry, but it's certainly grown on me, and I like it now. The, uh, and I agree completely on what Nick says about the Tigers logo. I think it's great. Um, In terms of clubs that I think could do with a bit of a refresh. And maybe we'll see some of these clubs do that in the following years. Maybe not, but um, I I just despise the Sydney Roosters logo, Mason. I know that you called it a classic logo. I believe I Mindless. think it's probably one of the worst in Australian sport. That text especially is horrible, and the the, the Roosters not much better. Um, their retro logo, which is just a simplified outline of a chook, is infinitely better. Um, the Sharks logo is stuck in the nineties. Probably wasn't even designed then, but it looks like it's stuck in the nineties. Um and I think the Cowboys should get rid of their star
0: and just go the bullhorns and everyone will be happy. Yeah, okay. Um I I'll, I'll just quickly jump in here. So I think we did touch on the AFL ones already. Um I must admit, like coming back, maybe I don't know, maybe it's the lack of sleep at the moment, but the Sydney Roosters logo, I think I actually don't rated as highly as i did a couple of weeks ago um (laughs) i think maybe yeah i wasn't thinking it fully through i i I think where i was coming from at the time was i think it's it's iconic probably is what i more felt rather than long longevity or lasting again similar to the bombers i think that there's a lot of elements there that can be kept it probably just needs to be simplified uh touching on the west tigers and the titans um i think they're both really great uh you know you both of you gents know that i do find the imperfections in in everything unfortunately um and i think the west tigers their logo the the whiskers just stick out a bit too much for me i'd probably like to see them either removed or just um reduced in some capacity uh the titans yeah um I think similar as a bit of an esports, as you said, Nick. Um, maybe the shoulders to the text integration is is not perfect, but mm. that's for both of those things. That's just me absolutely nitpicking, and I think that they're both fabulous um, rebrands or refreshes. Sorry, um, along other clubs that I think I think the Cowboys need to drop the red around the text on their logo. I think there's they don't have red anywhere else. Um, I don't know why the red is there. It's only on some background bases, I think maybe dark bases, not light ones. I can't fully um work it out there. um, I like the star seems the see... he follows <laughs> here we go what is it like roast roast mason <laughs> day um yeah, I don't necessarily have a problem with the star, but I can also see where you're coming from. Um and yeah, so if we're look if we're looking around the other ones, the sea eagles, yeah, it could be simplified. I think we're nearly at a point right where we can remove. I'd really like to see the removal of the team names on the logos. Like if you've got a knight, I don't think you need the word knights there as well. I I think the trend going forward would be the logo and then your location, which I think Sydney Swans have done. I think the Swans logo is just clearly a swan on there, and then it's got Sydney. Um, I think Brisbane Broncos could do without the text Broncos and just have the the horse uh, head and Brisbane. Sydney, I think, you know, contradicting what I said just before, could go with the Roosters and just Sydney. Um, Dragons logo is never going to change. Eels. Uh, do you think yeah. the dragons one is a little bit too detailed for? Yeah, I do. Applications? I do. but it's never going to change. Um, I think you know, bulldogs could be simplified. Sharks could be simplified. Um Why is there a knight in the dragons logo? You, you <laughs> raise some really good questions. There's a knight, which... a bronco and a dragon. <laughs> Not so much a bronco,
2: but a horse. Can they decide? Confusion. <laughs> <laughs> Such confusion um, another one that's yeah. been updated recently is the Raiders. Where are your thoughts on that? I like it
0: uh, I think they dropped the black and they dropped some of the detailing in the beard and the helmet um i'm I was a big fan when that when that came through, really heavily yes, relying more on the the navy and that blue sea green color rather than Pinky, black yeah yeah, which yeah i I is great
2: where are Honestly? you on that kit?
1: yeah I agree. I think it's a nice evolution, like you touched on about the um about the tigers logo but just a, a quick one um and since we're talking about the dragon's logo not changing so going back four years ago, the n r l released they called it simple oh, there goes my mic they called it simplified logos where they've sent out a heap of logos for usage um where you lose a mm. lot of detail in the in the full logo yeah a lot of them were just basically elements from the logo, copy, pasted, and sent out. There were clubs that actually had new, new logos almost created. Um, I know that the Sharks one was much simple, simplified. I think that the Tiger's head was much more like the current logo than the old one. Yep. My favorite, and I'm not sure if you guys have picked this up, I'm, I'm sure there's people that have, the Dragons, they actually redrew the Dragon logo. Right, okay. And uh, I'll share that in Discord now. It should pop up. But when you compare that dragon, which is obviously the dragon from their logo, but um, compare it to what is in their logo, it's so simplified. Hells yeah. And I think it looks awesome. I agree. I, I thought I was going around telling everyone that the dragons were going to get a new logo because <laughs> I was sure that they would just leaked that early and the um, that was what it was going to be, but obviously not to be.
2: I don't know about that text above it. Was that no, a standard thing a over all the
1: teams? I just screenshotted that off Google. Yeah, I think that's a fan. Man. It's it's bas- but basically the NRL sent out that the dragon image by yep. itself and then there was another version inside the
0: NRL premiership shield. Yep. Um, yep.
1: but yeah, cool.
0: I I should dig into the other ones and see what else they did. Nick, did you have any further comments on that email? From that email, sorry. No, I think we've we've sort of run through most
2: of the teams, haven't we?
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, this was from Luke via Instagram. Hi guys, love the pod. I'm learning design in hopes of getting into sports design. So I was hoping you could answer a few questions. Um, is there anywhere that we that they followers can follow our work or listeners can follow our work? Uh, do we have any recommendations for resources? Any helpful tips you wish to advise for someone starting out?
2: Nick. Um. Yeah. I mean, we're sort of the same as. A lot of people aren't. We follow all the forums and and stuff. We're just jersey nerds like like everyone else. Um, I have my own Instagram page, but I haven't posted on it for a while. That was more of a lockdown COVID project. So um, give
1: it a shout out, mate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it it uh, is quite good. Nick, it's um, Nick Bassett underscore design. So um, have a follow if you want, but yeah, not to mention a, our Instagram
0: page as well. You're a master of that one. Yeah, the social guru i I try to keep up uh, a good look on that. Yeah, any danger of giving my
1: Socceroos story a shout-out on our socials? That's coming, mate. Settle down. <laughs> I thought that you was going to satur- break the internet. No one, I don't think anyone's going to Saturate listened. the
2: market. <laughs> I'm trying to keep the um, followers above the amount of posts, yeah.
0: Yeah, good call. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would also encourage Luke to go and check out a lot of the online forums as well. I think you know Reddit's probably got some stuff there. Big Footy uh, League. Oh shoot, what is it? There's a League one as well. League Unlimited. League Unlimited.
2: Um, football, uh, footy headlines. Football football head show culture. Yeah. Um. Guys, I've got a
1: of- Yeah, Sportslogos.net's a great one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, basically, just follow the passion. If you've got the passion, it won't. Feel like work, keeping up to date with that sort of stuff and everything else will will, will come because you'll naturally naturally want to be better and and be like the people that you're following. So,
0: yeah, absolutely, yep. And and don't be afraid to do the the dirty work too. Like I think some people just want to you know start designing, but learn your fabrics, learn your your sewing techniques, learn your finishes, learn all the bits and pieces because I think that's a good step in the uh, you know foot in the door when you have a better understanding of that rather than just drawing some pretty pictures on a jersey without any real understanding of how
2: it needs to be put together just sort of be bullish as well i think you know mason obviously you gave me a shot in the industry and i think i almost annoyed you into (laughs) giving (laughs) fucking shut up man Just (laughs) (laughs) annoyed you into into giving me one so um but I, I will say on that, and, and... I
0: know he took his job. <laughs> yeah, stabbed me in the back. Nah, just joking. Uh, what, I, what I would say on that is, your yes, that full disclosure. I, you know, did employ you, uh, but uh, you stood out because of your passion. You know, you yeah. actually went out and did your own thing. You actually, you know, researched and you had got stuff made yourself. Um, so it's it's about going, you know, it's the same story that you'll hear regardless of the in, our industry, any industry, any job, any project, is just go the extra mile.
1: Maybe yeah. that should be a topic we can delve into some of those first steps that we each started because um, I'd love to hear more about how you guys got into this and where your passions stem from. And I can tell you when I got sued when I was 21 years old. So, oh, Is that a story. little...
0: Is that a little sizzle, mate, for our um interview episodes that are coming up in the next few weeks. <laughs> I <forgot about>
2: that.
0: <laughs> uh talking on your spew jersey on social. So this is via Instagram G underscore nine. Just checked out those Spew Jersey emo uh just checked out those Spew jerseys. Insert some emotions here. This is gold. At least someone appreciated it.
2: You'll never not see it once you do.
0: Uh J. underscore one two three seven via Instagram. Promote it on reality records. Oh no, that just must be some spam. Don't 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 worry about that one.
1: Shout out to the Bob bop comment on every pod. He's our
2: biggest fan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh Christy, uh sorry Kirsty, sorry, via Instagram. Latest episode, definitely the best so far. Not much dead time, good friendly banter. Just need to get that Kiwis mic sorted. Which we have. Well, kirsty you'll be happy to know that we've finally sorted out we can't we can't relinquish him of his technological disadvantages but um we've given him a mic to yeah. try and
2: full disclosure my uh, internet's cut out three times during this so didn't even notice <laughs> i did <laughs> <laughs> okay that might, that might be us i reckon that's
0: it uh, looks cool Everybody listening as I said we're on Instagram at field of design podcast send us an email field of design podcast at gmail.com next week sponsor integration Ooh. As always, you as always great to see your ugly mugs <laughs>
1: oh, also thanks for the stinger for Nick's segment your singing <laughs> skills at, on show <laughs> <laughs>